In today's episode, I'm really just laying my heart out there with some struggles that I've had recently and really kind of all of 2023. Just as a, a side note, it also sounds a little bit like I'm I'm recording from a tin can and it's kind of like I was. I was recording in a giant tin can, which was my car. Because one of the things I forgot to share on the actual podcast is that now I am n- almost never home by myself. My daughter is now working from home and of course it's summertime so she's not in school and my husband works from home. So the times that I have to actually record where there's no one around um, and I'm not complaining, I'm so thankful to have my family at home. I actually really love it but it's much harder now to create content and to to record my podcast in a place that really sounds good. So just know that's why it sounds like it does today, but hopefully you can overlook that. You can hear it clearly enough. Um, But I hope this resonates with you today. I hope that this encourages you, that it doesn't just inspire or motivate, but that it truly encourages you because I know that these practical tips that I'm about to share with you really are transformative when I'm in the trenches spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, the list goes on. This is my battle plan and I pray that it blesses you today. Here we go. I've got some power-packed practicality, especially if you have been struggling, if you have been maybe feeling a little dejected, if you maybe even feel like running and hiding, not stepping out, not getting together with friends, if you find yourself retreating. I have some encouragement for you today because I've been in a little bit of a weird place myself. If you've been following my journey throughout this year, um, then you know some of the things that I'm going to be sharing with you. But let me give you a quick recap. So very beginning of the year, literally New Year's night, New Year's Eve, um, but it was the first day. It was after 12 o'clock in the morning. So it was actually January 1st officially, right? But it was about 1230 in the morning. Not going to go through all the details. Long story short, my sweet four-legged best friend companion of nine years just met a terrible tragedy. It was awful. So that is how the year began. Uh, Just over a month later, early February, I ended up with an emergency appendectomy. And then from that surgery, ended up with some really major complications that had nothing to do with my sutures. Um, It actually had to do, something happened during the surgery to my back. I ended up with a herniated disc um, that had had a piece had broken off. It was stuck in my neural foramen and it was just causing excruciating pain in my left shoulder all the way down my arm. Again, you may have been through this journey with me, but if this is new to you, I just kind of want to paint the picture of how my year began, right? It was it was rough. And then it was seven weeks after that of recovery of trying to figure out, number one, what was going on because I wasn't sure. Um, anyway, it, it was just, it was, it was seven weeks of hell. It was so incredibly painful. And in that time between Poppy, that was my, my sweet puppy that, that died and the whole journey through the surgery, which brought me into April of this year, during that whole time, I was just on a roller coaster of emotion, as you can imagine. Um, not understanding what was wrong with me after the surgery, thinking, you know, did they swing me around by my arms? Like, why is my arm, why is my shoulder hurting so bad? Just so confused. 
Um, but in the midst of all of it, really finding ways to choose joy, because I truly believe joy is a choice. Happiness is circumstantial. If, if I'm just looking for happiness, then my circumstances need to align with that, right? Think good things need to happen and bad things need to not happen. However, true joy comes from within. And I personally believe true joy comes from the Lord. Fast forward between April and, and, and now, other things have occurred that really, I, I just, it's not my place to talk about them here or on social, but let's just say there's been some things in the background that have been occurring that have just kind of made me want to run and hide, um, hide from friends, hide from family, just retreat more than hide, I guess, just retreat, just kind of pull in and be on my own. And that's not like me. I'm an Enneagram seven. We're puppy dogs. We love to be around people. We can go from one party to the next, to the next. We draw our energy from people. And all of a sudden I just kind of wasn't recognizing myself. And I had to just look back. And this has really just been in the past couple weeks and go, you know, this year's just been hard. <laughs> it's been hard. And it's just now June, like it's just, you know, halfway over. And what's really interesting is if you listen to the podcast um, in December of this past year, I talked about a word of the year and how every year I really listen and, and, and lean into God for what is the, the word for this coming year that you want me to hold on to, that you want me to, um, you know, meditate on. And my word for this year was breathe. And I remember when that word was confirmed in my spirit thinking, oh, that doesn't sound exciting. You don't hear breathe when things are going great. You hear breathe when things are kind of chaotic. And that really, really, that's a good word to kind of summarize the first six months of this year. It's a bit, bit chaotic. There's been some chaos, right? So... You know, I, I've been kind of on and off social media over the past couple months. I, I'm, I'm usually a really consistent presence there. I really enjoy connecting with you there. Um, I, I just, it's something that I feel like I've gained some good balance with, especially over this past year. Um, and, and just kind of find, I found some, some good equilibrium within the social media space, but Really, since April, I have just found myself retreating, not just from social media, that, that would be one thing, but again, just that overall retreat. And as I've just been meditating on, you know, what's been going on, what's been going on in my spirit, um, the heaviness of the year, and just realizing I've got some old baggage from things that I really haven't healed from. I really haven't met face on. And I know that the Lord has me in a bit of a holding pattern right now so that I'm really kind of forced to heal, if you will. I'm forced to face some emotions that I have been shoving under the rug because Enneagram 7s, we don't do pain. We don't do discomfort. We just we just are happy people. It's just who we are. If you're un unfamiliar with Enneagrams, the, the Enneagram is, it's basically a personality type, but I love it because there's nine different types and it really, really helps you understand yourself and others. It's just my favorite of all of the, of all of those kinds of, um, I guess you would call it a personality typing, although it goes deeper than that. Anyway, we don't do pain. We don't do confrontation. We don't, right? And so as an Enneagram seven, so I've, 
I think after years of just kind of shoving some things under the rug and just an overall difficult year physically and then losing Poppy, I, I feel like God, honestly, he has my attention now. Um, and, and my distractibility is less. And just so you know, this is a good place for me. This is a healing place for me. It's different. It's a little uncomfortable. I get a little squirmy in my seat sometimes. I'm like, I am not used to this, <laughs> but, but it's good. And I know God is going to use it. And so I wanted to come and give you some practical ways that I am managing some some of the healing that I'm, I'm embarking on. And, you know, I wrote this in a post this past Saturday. It was the first dance that I had actually learned and, and done um, in the past, I don't know, month or I don't know. That's not true because I went to LA and Nikki and I danced together on there. But just my, you know, just doing a dance and walking in, learning it and doing it, which is so much fun for me, you know, on social media, my tagline is your 50 year old dancing BFF. Like I'm, I'm just, it's such a big part of me and dance has always brought me so much joy. And I just haven't really even felt like dancing lately, which is odd. Well, this past Saturday, I went, had a great workout, came in, I was answering some messages and came across this dance. I'm like, that's amazing. I love it. And I just, I just, you know, woke up that morning and said, you know what? I'm putting on joy. I am clothing myself with joy. And I ended up dancing. And this is what I wrote on that post, that dancing post, by the way, if you're on Instagram or my personal Facebook, um, which is Lisa Turner Arndell, but on Instagram, it's at Lisa Lou Fitness. Uh, you'll see the post and, and the the, the uh, thumbnail is me and Charlie, my little, my new Malshi that I got after uh, Poppy died. But this is what I wrote on that, po that post. The enemy tries to knock you off your knowing in an effort to negate what has already been firmly established. You know, there are things that I know in my spirit and where the enemy tries to attack me is, but do you really? Do you really know? Or, I mean, do you see what's going on? Because I think, I think what you think, you know, you really don't know, right? That's where I often feel attacked. And, and I think if you and I were sitting across from each other right now, you would probably say, you know, that's, that's often where I am as well, where I start to doubt the things that have already been affirmed that I already know that I know that I know. And that's where the enemy has had me lately. So in that post, I wrote, this is how I do battle because this is spiritual warfare. When the enemy is attacking us like this, this can only be one in the spiritual realm because this is the enemy coming against us. And so this is how we do battle. And this is my four steps. I grew up with a hippie mama and beets were always baking at our house. They smelled and tasted like dirt to me, so I just didn't participate, but my mom was so convinced they were so healthy, I didn't care. They smelled like dirt. So as a grown-up, I really didn't give them a second thought until I started studying functional and holistic nutrition and really started realizing, wow, there's some benefits to these. Now, I didn't eat any at the moment, but I was open to maybe at least trying some. Let me tell you a little bit of the benefits of beetroot, and then I'm going to tell you a way to get it in an incredibly tasty 
fashion if this is intriguing to you like it is to me. So research from 2021 suggests that the nitrates found in beetroot powder may improve athletic performance and lower muscle soreness. This is very intriguing to me because I strength train and muscle is so incredibly important for us, especially as we age. We want to age independently. So understanding that it can help with athletic performance is is key, but there's so much more. It can help lower blood pressure. It can help lower blood cholesterol and blood sugar. It helps to protect the liver and kidneys, and it can even improve behavior and attention. So about six or seven years ago, I came across a company called Organifi. All of their products are indeed organic, and one of the first of their products that I tried was something called Red Juice, and it is indeed red from beets, but it says it doesn't taste like beets, so I was open to it knowing also that beets are so healthy. So I tried it and let me tell you, it tastes like a fruit punch. I don't taste the beets. Hallelujah. It doesn't just have beetroot in it though. It also has rhodiola and cordyceps and reishi mushrooms. These are adaptogens that help with energy and focus and mood Along with the beetroot, this is such an amazing combination and it is so darn good for you. Everything at Organifi is intended to help from the cellular level on out. So their green juice, absolutely incredible. Their gold juice, which has turmeric in it, absolutely incredible. They even have a pre-workout now and they have a new collagen formula. So you can't go wrong with any of their products. But if you are sensitive to caffeine, but you really are looking for some good, clean energy, you need to go try out this red juice. So I want you to go take a look at their products. Go to Lisa Lou Fitness. That's Lisa Lou, L-O-U fitness.com forward slash Organifi. That's spelled O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I. This is also linked below in my show notes, lisalufitness.com forward slash Organifi. And you're going to use the code LisaLu19 for a discount. It doesn't matter what you get there. You cannot go wrong. You're going to be doing your body so good. But I really want you to check out this red juice. Report back to me. Come into my DMs on Instagram. Let me know what you think about it. LisaLouFitness.com forward slash Organifi. Use the code LisaLou19 for a discount. Okay, so number one, here's the practicality. Reading scripture. So getting into God's word. And let me tell you where I often do. Like I, every morning on Instagram, I post... Um, I, I have the YouVersion Bible app. If you don't have that, get it. It's awesome. It is so good. It's it's a, it's somebody talking about what the topic is of the day. It's a scripture. It's a prayer. It's a small devotional. So I always posted my stories about that. But I got to where that oftentimes was my only feeding. I was not digging into scripture on my own. And I'm back to that now. So there's a difference between just reading a quick devotional or watching a quick devotional and actually digging into scripture. So that's battle number one is reading scripture, reading passages, opening the actual Bible and letting God's word pierce your heart because he says that his word is sharper than any two-edged sword that pierces both bone and marrow. It's living, it's breathing. It's why you can read one scripture today and read it again in a year and it, it something comes alive about it and it's because you're in a different place and it's just so active and alive. I love that. So we have to replace the lies with 
God's truth. The enemy's life lies with God's truth. So reading scripture. Number two way to do battle in the spiritual realm is to worship. Just worship. And I wrote this in that post. Nothing brings me to the throne room of God like worship. And worship can look different, right? It can be worship music. It can be just crying out to the Lord and speaking of his goodness. It can be both. And so, you know, worship, worship music is one of my favorite ways to actually worship because sometimes the songwriter just puts things into words that, that are on my heart that I haven't really formed. And it's just a beautiful way to, um, to get in front of the Lord humbly and let him know it's, it's really, he's the only one that can take the burdens from you. Number three way that I'm doing battle is community. So remember I said that my tendency is to retreat, even as an Enneagram 7, which is probably the, it's definitely of all the Enneagram types, the most, I could say puppy-like, I don't even know that it, that the Enneagram test would put it that way, but we're just so social. We gain our energy from being around people. And even me, even that person that can go from one crowded room to another crowded room because I just love people so much. I have just found myself wanting to fade into the background. And that is another way that the enemy, what he does to us, he tries to isolate us. Oh, you're too messed up to be around anybody right now. Oh, you really don't have anything of value to say because you're really kind of screwy in the head. Oh, you're not even really experiencing quote, happiness right now. Nobody wants to be around you. All these darts that he throws at our mind, they're lies, which takes me back to we've got to be in scripture, right? And we have to be in worship, but we also have to stay in community, being around those that can lift us up and remind us of who we are and to whom we belong is actually absolutely critical. And it's what the enemy does not want, which is why he tries to isolate us. And then number four, and, and this, you know, may seem out of alignment with these other things, but I think it flows beautifully and it is to move physically to move. So for me that day, it was dancing many days. It's dancing. Dancing has always done that for me. It has always been a release and a, um, it, it's just an expression for me that releases something even on a spiritual level. It's really hard to describe unless that's your thing too. But for you, it may be walking or a hike or biking or swimming or weightlifting, which brings me to the other thing that I have in the past week, I'm doing a new programming. It's a 10 week programming. It's pretty aggressive in that it's five to six days a week of strength training. And I have not been in this place to even want to, I've just not cared enough. Like strength is important to me, you know, um, um, having a real balanced life with fitness and health and food, all of that, you know, that's very important to me. It's what I teach. It's what I talk about, but I'm at a place where I'm actually leaning in hard. And for this year, two of my big goals were it was to increase my strength and to increase my mobility. Well, I am really leaning into that strength right now, hard with this five to six day a week at the gym. Like I'm lifting heavy things that I do not have at home. And it is exhilarating to me. If one year ago or even six months ago, if you would have said, here's a six day a week program, I would have been like, go fly a kite. I love, you know, my hit training 10 to 15 minutes and some strength training during the week and walking and I'm good. 
right now, this is where I am. And part of it, I feel like it's because it's something I have control over where other things may maybe kind of feel like there's not spiraling out of control, but there's just things going on. And you know this, you've got something similar. We all do because hashtag life, there's things that we just can't control. This is something I'm very in control of. And, and if somebody would have forced it on me, you know, six months ago or a year ago, you have to do this. I would have rebelled because it's not where I was. Well, it's where I am now. And it feels really good. And it is social for me. There's people that I know at the gym and it's getting me outside of where that tendency is right now to isolate, which brings me back to community, right? So let me recap those four things because I think they're really key. And I know for a fact that if you will lean into these four things in your heart right now, you're going to find that you may not necessarily be happy, but you're going to find a joy and a strength that comes from the Lord that only happens, number one, when we're going through hard things, but number two, when we're leaning into him for those hard things. So recapping, number one, read scripture. Let the word of God replace the enemy's lies with his truth. Number two, worship. Get before the throne room of God and just you know, what does that mean? Throne room of God. Maybe you're unfamiliar with that. It just means, you know, just releasing where you are right now. Okay. I'm looking around. Actually, I'm recording this from my car. I'm looking at a busy street right now. I'm sitting in the parking lot of PJs. This is my here and now, but there really is truly something going on around us in the spiritual realm and just bringing that to the Lord and saying, look, here are my burdens. This world tells me things are this way, but I know that you see things from a perspective. I can't decide of heaven. And because of that, I'm leaning into you and I'm releasing it to you. So number two is worship. Number three is community. Don't isolate. That's what the enemy wants. He wants you to think that you're weirded out. You're the only one like this. Nobody else is going through this. Nobody wants to be around you. You don't want to be around anybody. And you know what? You, none of those things are true. But those are the things that we start to take on as truth when we begin to isolate. And then number four, move. Movement is healing, whatever that looks like for you. For me right now, it's that five to six days a week of strength training, but very specific programming and progressive programming over a 10-week phase that I wasn't ready for. I wasn't in a place to even want. I just didn't, you know, I'm not, not, not that I haven't cared about strength training. I have been strength training for many, for decades. I mean, since I've been in high school, actually. However, this kind of programming and dedication and, and discipline that it takes is because it's something I feel I can control right now. And it gets me back into community as well around people that I get to visit with while I'm at the gym. So it's so healing for me. But what does that look like for you? Is it going for a walk? Is it going for a hike? Is it going for a bike ride? Is it you know going to a dance class? What does that look like for you? Moving your body is a spiritual practice and it really kind of closes the loop, I feel, on, on the ways that we can experience joy and even, even in our heart, even in the depths of maybe some pain that we're dealing with, even project that joy onto others, which can be such a testimony um, and, and something that they need because maybe they don't have these particular steps. Um, so share this podcast with somebody who needs to hear it today. And you know what? You never know. You never know who needs to hear this. You never know who is maybe fighting a battle that, man, you just, you just don't know because maybe they're not at a place to 
to tell you about it or to tell several people about it. Maybe they're fighting their own personal battle. Maybe they're dealing with their own mental health issues. Maybe they're dealing with a physical battle. You don't know. So share this podcast with somebody. Share this podcast with many somebodies because I know for a fact that these are helping and healing me. And they're a way for me to, in the midst of maybe a time that isn't, quote, happy, I can still show up in joy. I can still show up on social with a smile. And that smile is genuine because it's the joy of the Lord. That's my strength. And he is the one who is providing what it takes for me to get from day to day and month to month in in this crazy, insane 2023 so far. So I hope that encourages you today. I hope it gives you some tools in your toolbox to actually do battle on the spiritual ground, because that's where this is actually actually taken place. Thank you as always so much for listening and I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thank you so much for being here with me today. And depending on which platform you're listening on, be sure you're either following or subscribe so that the latest episodes are really easy to find. And if you have a moment and you found value here, it would mean everything if you could take just a moment and leave a five-star review for this podcast so that I can get the message out to more women. Thanks again for being here and I will see you next time.